passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm Lawrence Owen, and this is Believe in Colts. And with us now, our first episode, Gerard, we have Rodney McLeod. Dude, how excited are you, Gerard, to have Rodney McLeod on with us to talk about the games? Man, very excited. You know, heck of a player. Been following Rodney his whole career pretty much. Uh, since he's been on the league, he's made a name for himself. I'm happy he... Uh, got on board with us to have this pop. So uh, it's going to be a fun season for sure. Rodney, I appreciate you coming out and joining us so that we could have a little bit of player insight to games that's going on uh, week after week. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you joining us, man. Yeah, man. Uh, good morning. Uh, very excited to be here, man. And, and looking forward to uh, uh, rocking with you guys for this season. Absolutely. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and talk about betting because betting is so important in today's NFL sports in general. And Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device and join to make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's bleav five zero to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, big, huge, monstrous win against Kansas City at home. Man, that that really that brought out everybody. Uh, now we all know how the fans reacted during this. I want to know what it was like for you, Rodney. First off, you and um, uh, sorry, you and Gilly tag team to make the game ceiling interception at the end of the game. You've been in the league quite a while, my guy, and I am curious. <laughs> You have, and that's 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 props to you, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that, that just says you've been playing at a high level uh, your entire career. I mean, before this year, you started every game that you played in your NFL career, and that's just – that's fantastic. That's amazing uh, for as long as you played. So that's positively amazing. But for as long as you played, I want to know, is it any different for you – today making a game ceiling play at the end of the game than what it was on your first day walking into the NFL like emotionally and stuff 
No, I don't think there's really a difference. I think you're just at two different uh, stages of your career, right? Um, both, I think, put you in a mindset of, you know, you're still trying to prove yourself ultimately, right? When you first enter the league, you're trying to make a name for yourself. At the back end of your career, you're trying to uh, let them know that, like, you still could keep up, you still could play, right? And you still have something left to give to the game. So both, I think, emotionally, uh, obviously have the same effect, to be honest. Uh, and, man, that play was was one OG to the next OG, to be honest with you. Uh, that's what they call us in, in, in our DB room, uh, both of us being uh, the older guys. Uh, me and Gilly always joke around a little bit about, uh, you know, who, who's, uh, who's the oldest, but uh, at the end of the day, man, he made a heck of a play. I was there to seal the game. And uh, the the eruption, the feeling that you get, you know, when something like that happens, man, is is indescribable, to be honest with you. But uh, it felt good to go ahead and uh, make my debut in Lucas Oil Stadium uh, and, and, and uh, seal the game that way uh, and walk off with a win. Gerard? Rodney, man, uh, before we – get into more details of the game you being a starter pretty much your whole career you're coming to Indy more of a reserve type role help where's where needed type thing but the one thing that I pretty sure that you're bringing to the table every time you walk in that facility is a leadership role somebody that the younger guys can follow and you know and watch and just see how you go about your business on a day-to-day basis you you mentioned Gilly he's new to the team as well how has y'all leadership role affected the secondary room as a whole so far this season? Yeah, I think uh, having uh, both me and Gilly in the room has been very uh, helpful for, you know, a lot of the guys uh, within the within the room itself. You know, coming in, it's a fairly young group, you know, as we all know, uh, but talented, right? And uh, I don't think we had to necessarily show them how to make plays. It's more of just providing wisdom, that experience, uh, things that have worked for us um, to allow us to be able to play as long as we have and at the high level, um, but also help us be able to win a championship, right? Uh, We both have rings. We joke about it. Uh, Gilly was a part of that uh, 2017 uh, Super Bowl that that we had to go ahead and uh, put on the Patriots. Um, And so I always remind him about that. He's upset that he, he couldn't have one more, but uh, I think we both know what it takes uh, and how th- how a championship team looks, what a, a championship secondary looks like, more importantly. And so I think for us, um, it's just providing providing that that level of um, experience and and, and guidance, um, and it's going to pay off for us at the end of the day. So, all right, I got a question for both of you guys uh, for your times playing. Uh, in the NFL, uh, Gerard, I'll let you answer this first. And then after he's done, Rodney, I'd appreciate your, your thoughts on it. I'm a little kind of, I, I hate to use the foul language pissed off, uh, when it comes to the national media right now. Um, now I get it. Everybody thought the chiefs was going to win this game. I, I put a actual chance for the Colts. I said that the score was going to be a 14, 17 game. I had serious, uh, belief in the defense in this game, which of go. course there was a lot of people that was like, "You're crazy." 
But, you know, from, from watching games, I thought, you know, the defense has been playing well this year. National media is utterly painting this as the Chiefs laid down and let the Colts win this game. And I cannot handle stuff like that. You know, this is a game where two professional teams go out there on the field and battle it out. No team is laying down. No team uh, is is just going to give up, you know, or make so many mistakes that that's, that's the reason why you lost this game. Uh, yes, the Chiefs made some mistakes. The Colts didn't play perfect either. If they had played perfect, you know, this could have been a 50 to 17 game, right? So come on now. I want to know, Gerard, when the media does not give your team credit when you win, how did you feel about that as a player? Lawrence, I've told you, when guys are in season, they don't necessarily listen to, you know, all the things that the media say. Yeah, it might cross their phone. Yeah, it might cross the TV screen, but they take it for what it is. Uh, at the end of the day, it's hard to win, man. It's hard to win in the NFL. It's very hard. So you take them however they come. Uh, you don't care if it's an ugly win. You don't care if it's a beautiful win. You know, on the ugly wins, yeah, uh, Rodney will tell you, they'll probably go in there and watch film and be, you know, blessed that, you know, a couple of their misfortunes didn't go the other way. And the same thing with the Chiefs. So, you know, um, you can you can sit there and say, like, hey, we could have played better and we could have beat them by more. Or you can say, hey, the Chiefs could have played better and we could have ended up losing this game as well. So it's like the yin and the yang with that. But when it comes to the national media, um, players are locked in right now. Everybody has a job and a responsibility to, that they have to do. Yeah, uh, outside of the game, you want to, you know, market your brand and you want to, you know, do things with the media to kind of showcase your personal brand and the things that you do. But when it comes to the football team and, you know, playing on Sunday, I promise you, Lawrence, you are blocking out all of that stuff because everybody in the NFL knows how hard it is to win. You can be a 0-12 team or a 12-0 team. If you're playing on Sunday, you know that team across from you got good enough players to beat you on any given Sunday, and that's just how it is. So I know last week my prediction, I'm going to tell you, Rodney, last week I did pick the Chiefs to win just off of how the game's been going the, the past three weeks. But Lawrence, to tell you, I did say when it comes to playing good teams in the NFL – other teams, when you know you have to bring your A game, you normally bring your A game the best best you can to play in those big games. And that's what I was telling Lawrence. I was like, man, even though the Chiefs on paper might look like they can blow this thing out of the waters, I said one thing that's going to be in our favor is we're at home. This is the first game at home. And secondly, when you know you're playing some dogs this coming week, you know you got to be a dog that week. So I oh, knew yeah. it was a possibility of us – stepping up stepping up to the challenge or whatnot but um when it comes to the media lawrence i'm telling you ain't nobody in that locker room don't care about what anybody has to say if they're not inside that building right now really rodney no nah, that's true uh i think gerard hit on it man uh, as a as a player you know you kind of have that uh horses mentality like the blinders are on right like you're as a team you're running your own individual race uh, I know personally for me, I, I've never been a, a big fan of following my own clippings, you know, throughout my career because I feel like the media will hype you up, the media will tear you down, right? So at the end of the day, I like to keep it even kill um, and just really focus on the next week. But, at the, but you know, going back to, to, to the game, uh, I, I don't think it's, it was a shock for us 
knowing what everyone was saying outside the building and what they believed was true is that the Colts aren't a good team. Internally, we knew who ultimately we could be. We weren't living up to that standard, you know, our standard, not the standard that the media set or anybody else, but the standard that we have for ourselves. Um, and I think that we have to go back to the table and do some self-evaluation. So, you know, going into, man, you know, KC week, as Ross said, we know who's coming in town. You know what I'm saying? We know Mahomes is coming in town. We know Kelsey's coming in town uh, to put on a show ultimately, right? Like that's that's what they want to do. Uh, and we said otherwise, to be honest with you. Uh, we knew the our abilities within that locker room, man. We know our hearts more importantly. And you saw that on display, you know what I'm saying, from every phase of the game. And I think it's unfair to say the Chiefs necessarily gave the game up. That's part of the game, right? One of the best players ever to put on a helmet, Tom Brady, capitalizes on the defense's mistakes. That's what's made him who he is. And it's part of it, right? I mean, Gerard knows you have a, a miscommunication, right? And that could ultimately turn into to six points. Um, you have a muff punt. Special teams is a part of the game. Uh, those things are vital. We talk about the little things, all the little things matter. And it showed in that game and in various ways. And special teams came up big. Two uh, missed field goals, uh, muff punt. Field position was very key. And we talked about that all week. And honestly, we, we capitalized on, on their mistakes. Um, and, and that's what you want to see, man. So uh, I think it's unfair, you know, for them to make that statement. But uh, if that's what they want to believe, then, hey, you know, we'll keep, you know, proving ourselves uh, that we are who we think we are, you know, at the end of the day. Shout out to, you know, my man, Dennis Green. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard? No, but that, that like, like he said, uh, he, he, like Rodney just mentioned, that everybody had to look at themselves in the mirror. We talked about that a couple pods ago. Mm -hmm. And you, you asked me, I believe, you know, if I was the leader of the defense right now, what would I be telling the defense? And I was just like, you know, everybody just got to do their job better. You know, it's not like one specific you know, thing. It's not like we got one player that's playing hero ball or anything. Everybody, I thought, just needed to get better at their own job, their own responsibilities, self-check, uh, evaluate themselves in the mirror, see what they can do to get better. And then when you go on Sunday, you hope all those puzzle pieces got better. So when we put it together on the field, you know, we execute and it works to how we game plan for that entire week. That's what you hope every week, even after wins. It's the same thing. Let's evaluate ourselves. How can we get better? Let's, let's, you know, get better to the best that we can personally. And then on Sunday, you want to put it all together uh, as a team. So when Rodney says, hey, you know, we capitalize on the special teams, that's something you talk about during the week. Capitalize on your opportunities as special teams, just like defensively. When we played Jacksonville, I was like, man, those opportunities Gilly had as interceptions, you know, even though we're playing bad, that could have been some real game changers. I don't have to tell Gilly that. Gilly knows that, you know, so mm -hmm. it's just when those opportunities come, you just hope we can take advantage of the opportunity when it presents itself. And it feels like this week, even though uh, it was one of those ugly type of wins, but if that's what you got to do to win games, you know, it looks beautiful in my eyes. I, you know, I love defensive matchups when it's the, the pressure is on the game and uh, I'm at the pressure is on the line and you got Pat Mahomes with 
50 seconds left in the game and you've seen this story over and over and over and now it's your turn to kind of I guess change the story a little bit but uh mm. you know I thought last week's game was beautiful just because of the defensive uh matchups the offense you know we're, we're still trying to find ourselves it's not pretty at all it's not you know who they want to be or who we want to be at the moment but like I said uh before the season I felt like the defense has had to be the backbone to start Jonathan Taylor has to be the face on offense to start until we figure things out and it seems like defensively we're, we're starting to you know turn that curve you know Houston kind of started slow didn't play bad didn't play great uh, Jacksonville didn't play bad didn't play great and then all of a sudden we get to Kansas City and it seemed like we, we took a couple steps forward and uh and kind of I guess showing the world who we are as a defense, you know, our own identity, our own personality. Uh, I think the turnovers are going to come because that's Gus Bradley all day. He preaches turnovers, and I know that. And I think the turnovers are going to come. Eventually, the pass rush is starting to get to Mahomes. We, uh, I think we pressured him a little bit, got him flustered mm-hmm. a little bit. But I like, I like the direction that we're headed, man. If we can be a de- – I'm telling you, uh, Rodney will tell you, if we get towards the end of the season and the defense is playing lights out and the running game is going – I don't really care what the passing game is doing. That's all you need to win football games at the end of the day. So if we just continue to get better week in and week out, man, I'm telling you, we still got the guys to get this thing done. Man, that defense played light. I I'm, I still got it. I mean, I'm a huge defensive guy. I have been my whole life. You know, I, I love I love the defense. The Colts defense, especially that front seven, especially that defensive line, really played phenomenal all year. Well, especially against Kansas City, man, they they pressured. I think, I think that I think I saw a stat where Patrick Mahomes was pressured on twenty eight percent of his dropbacks, and they and the Colts only blitzed twice, twice, right? <laughs> I mean, Mike, right? absolutely, that, right? absolutely. Yeah. And then you go and look at the yards per carry that your you and your unit is giving up right now: two point six yards per carry giving up. That is the best in the NFL. Other teams so far through three games have rushed against the Colts 88 times. That's the seventh most in the NFL. And yet you're still only giving up 2.6 yards per carry. And that's including the head scratcher that was given up in Jacksonville, that 40-plus yard run that that was given up there. And and scrambling quarterbacks, you know, where – you know, Patrick Mahomes is able to take off, you know, when when uh, things ain't going his way, stuff like that. Yeah. What does having a stud run defense do to help you in your specific pass coverage? Man, it's amazing. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Uh, but that's goal number one each and every week. I'm sure, Gerard, to tell you, man, you, you never want to be in a game where a team – is literally doing any and everything, you know what I'm saying? Because they're they're never off schedule. You have to keep the offense off schedule. So rule number one, man, is is stop the run. And so we've been very dominant up front, man. Shout out to the the big guys uh, up front. You know, them boys are getting paid a a lot of money up there uh, to, of course, you know what I'm saying, sack that quarterback. But we got some dogs up there, man, who who stopped the run uh, very consistently uh, shown. And the linebackers, again, downhill, you know, I say these are a part of that as well. But, man, it's everything starts with that. And, you know, teams are going to continue to to try and run the ball on us. But we have to, to stay stingy 
to be honest, uh, force them into uh, where we want them, which is dropping back, allow our, our D line, the, the pin areas back rush, um, and allow us in the back end to make plays, man. So uh, this week, it's going to be a huge challenge. We know who's coming into town. Uh, we know what type of team they are. Uh, so this is a great test for us. You know, you talked about the stats, but you got to prove it week to week. And so this is another opportunity for us versus a great running back, great offensive line, very physical team to show uh, how physical we truly are. Uh, it's going to be, you know what I'm saying, heavyweight matchup, man. So in uh, that run game in particular. Run defense is doing great. Um, and things uh, things can kind of get misconstrued when you're down and then the offense um, – uh, is trying to play catch up far as our offense, you know, when you get down a couple of points. But when you look at the run defense, man, they're solid. They've been doing great all year. And Rodney will tell you, as long as uh, you're getting pressure on the quarterback and you stopping the run, like he said, you don't want a team to be two-dimensional, meaning they're having success running the ball, they're having success passing the ball. You kind of want to make offenses become one-dimensional where you when you know exactly when it's going to be a run or a pass at the end of the day. And if you stop the run every week, it makes the, the defensive coordinator job easier to call plays to get ready for the pass uh, during the course of a game. But if you're not stopping a run and they're having success running the ball, passing the ball as a coordinator, it's almost like, you know, damn if you do, damn if you don't. You, you kind of don't know what to do to stop the guy. So it's going to be very important for us uh, going forward this year to continue to stop the run. And like Rodney said, we got, you know, Derrick Henry coming into town. We know what type of player he is. We know what type of team they are. They, they preach physicality. That's who Vrabel is. You know, and for whatever reason over the years, and I'm talking long before me and Rodney even played, people used to always look at the coach as like a soft type team. I, I guess finesse type team. There we go. I don't want to use soft. Uh, more finesse. You know, we was offensive savvy, Peyton Manning and all those guys. We played like a cover two system to where everything was kind of soft defensively. So over the years, we kind of got that. I guess that rap from other teams and all that type of stuff. And then now the past few years where we had this top defense, these animals on the defensive line and all that type of stuff, I think the narrative is starting to change. And like Rodney said, Titans are going to try to play bully ball. That's, that's just who they are. You know, they're going to try to play bully ball. So we know it's going to be a physical heavyweight matchup and uh, we got to put our big boy pads on this week. So I'm, I'm curious on Mondays, uh, I'd like to know the differences in the building with the players and coaches. Uh, it, we ain't curious everything, Lord. <laughs> that's what. I, well, no, oh, no. I'm, I'm talking about when it comes yeah. to like the film room and stuff. Like, oh yeah, yeah. When, when you're doing film uh, after a loss, I'm sure there's a lot of going over things that weren't done right and and trying to fix that kind of stuff. And then after a win what's that like in, in the film room? What, what what kind of stuff are you guys going same over thing. there? Exact same thing? Yeah, it's definitely the same mindset, of course. Uh, you have to, one, see what worked, right? Mm -hmm. uh, as Gerard said earlier, you, know, you have to self-evaluate, um, be critical of yourself. And it's a repeat lead, you know, b believe it or not. So the issues we had on Sunday, both offensively, defensively, special teams, the next couple teams are going to check to make sure you have those things in order. Um, and so you have to address them now, you know, regardless win or, or lose, you don't, you don't bypass those sorts of things. Uh, if you want to win in this league, let's, let's be loud and clear. If that is your goal, uh, then that is part of your process. And we, and I talk about that a lot is 
you know, not changing your process versus success or failure. You know, you have to treat both the same at the end of the day. And so be very critical of yourself, go back to work, get better at something and put yourself in the best position possible, you know, to be able to succeed that following Sunday. So yeah, it, 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 it lessens a lot of the, the tension in the room after a win, right? Like there's a lot of smiles, but at the end of the day, uh, we still have a, a job to do. Um, we have to make sure that um, we, we uh, treat the film as such, uh, I would say. When you win in the building, like Rodney said, the tension is cut. Like, so you can go in, smile. You can go in and say a few jokes. You can go in kind of, you know, especially if you had a good game. <laughs> but it's still some guys after a win who played terribly don't want to mm-hmm. go in that room and watch that film. So even though you win, yes, the mood is great in the building because at the end of the day, that's the bottom line. You want to win after a Sunday. But it's still, like Rodney said, everybody has a job to do at the end of the day. And if you're not doing your job, the film's going to tell it. And then it's being told in front of all of your teammates. It's not like you're in a room one-on-one and a coach is going over your film with you. It's in front of all the guys that play. So it's almost like you've been called out for not doing your job in front of your peers because everybody is kind of expecting you, the next person, to do their job. So, All right. Awesome. That's good Good information there. Uh, kind of keeps it in re- perspective that just because they won doesn't mean everybody played phenomenal or played great every single snap. You still got to look and see what you can still improve on. Uh, we're coming up to the end of this review of this Sunday's game. Uh, Rodney, do you have anything you want to add before uh, we, 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 we end this episode? Nah, man. Um, it was a great win, of course. Uh, felt good to get it done in front of our, our fans and, and Lucas, Lucas Oil Stadium, man. Uh, and that same energy and, and, and uh, intensity that the fans had this past Sunday, we're going to need that, you know, come next Sunday. So looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, man, it was a great one. Well, that was it for this episode, reviewing the game between uh, the Indianapolis Colts and the Kansas City Chiefs. Make sure you join us this Thursday as we break down the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. And for myself, Rodney McLeod, Gerard Powers, this was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.